What up, y'all? It's your boy, the one and only A-Switch, a.k.a. The undefeated, <laughs> I can't even say undefeated, but, uh, man, probably the top 10 percentile that has beaten Alatrion. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh. It's okay. Hold your applause. Hold your, uh, you know, excitement. It's okay. Contain it. It's a tremendous feat, I know. Uh, AKA the 120 time social distance champion, AKA the burrito bandit. Bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sites. The gaming podcast where I talk about just that. Um, man, it's been a lot that has uh transpired since uh, last episode. Um, Jesus, a lot of gaming news that has come out, trickled out, if you will. Probably one of the things I'm kind of annoyed by in general with the, uh, just I just wish. Um, you know, we kind of had something similar to E3 at least where we just get like a full load of just gaming news in one, like, I guess, concentrated time frame rather than just this, all this news trickling out ever so slowly. It feels like maybe the pandemic is kind of contributing to that, but either way, um, yeah, so. Um, you know, the world is still the world. People still not listening in one of the states with the highest, highest rates of infected people. So, you know, that's great. That's good. You know, so yeah. Uh, so without further ado, let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. Uh, first topic of discussion uh, earlier this week, PlayStation revealed some of the details regarding, uh, the PlayStation four compatibility, which was, um, kind of up in the air, uh, for the most part. Uh, but at least we finally got some, uh, got some deets regarding, regarding it. Uh, so one of the first ones is that, uh, the dual shock four will be compatible with the PlayStation 4, I mean, PlayStation 5, but with one big caveat uh, that it will only work with PlayStation 5 games. So what this means is that you can't use a PlayStation 4 controller with, you can't use a PlayStation 4 controller with a, a PlayStation 5 game Uh, if you want to play a PlayStation five game, you have to use a PS five controller, but if you're playing uh, a PlayStation four game, uh, backwards, that's backwards compatible, um, on the PlayStation five, then fair game. No problem. No problem there. Uh, also PSVR and officially licensed peripherals will be compatible as well. It seems like those will. Um, understandably have a more, a further compatibility with PS five, um, which makes sense because, uh, I believe their reason was that they said they wanted 
players to utilize the full capabilities of the dual sense uh for playstation 5 games so totally fine i'm kind of curious if maybe there might be uh game specific um exceptions like uh some games may let you actually use the ps4 controller if you know it doesn't need the touchpad or particular uh additional features with the dual sense which i'm kind of suspecting because i mean a lot of people have a fair amount of playstation 4 controls and would like to utilize those um you know with this next generation um which and then on top of that these controllers are going to be pretty expensive i think i think they're going to be like 80 bucks now which is a big jump from uh the current gen which is like i guess generally i mean you can get it on sale pretty often but like i want to say 60 to 40 dollar range so you know but all in all at least it's good that you can at least play uh the actual generation um before playstation 5 with the controller which makes sense because it'll have full complete compatibility in that way so there is that um and then somewhat diving into rumor tor- territory pertaining to the same thing uh from lance mcdonald from twitter uh reputable source for the most part but again grain of salt in terms of this is some rumor territory the playstation 5 can run all playstation 4 games without per game whitelisting so what that means basically is that um generally at least kind of how microsoft handles the backwards compatibility thing i think there's a whole process they have to go through i would assume like some licensing is involved uh to an extent as well but if um you know the after testing and the game is fully playable on the the xbox one x or uh, or original one then um you can straight up play the game right you know shortly after whenever they roll the updates out that lets you play the game on the xbox but at least here basically they're saying technically all the playstation 4 games can run on playstation 5 um with the you know obvious uh caveat that maybe some of them might not run properly but technically they can boot up and run more or less so that's kind of good to hear that at least it'll kind of help um alleviate some of the what's the word i'm looking for alleviate some of the potential um delay in terms of trickling some of these compatible games out or whatever so but all in all pretty uh pretty interesting stuff it's good to get some type of confirmation would be really great maybe it's i feel like it's a pipe dream at this point but you know playstation 3 and playstation 2 playstation 1 compatibility would be awesome uh but we'll we'll see maybe that's maybe last minute announcement or something like that who knows yeah so um another very uh interesting and uh admittedly very controversial uh news tidbit that came out uh this week 
was uh yeah you know that game adventures that has all these iconic superheroes that everybody knows and loves and wants to play well about that about that um so um crystal dynamics in partnership with square enix i believe um started revealing some characters that were being able to be played uh or that will will be able to be uh played in addition to the main cast on the avengers game i think one was a uh, night hawk am i night hawkeye get getting that mixed up hawkeye the uh, the coveted arches arc arches arch arches what's the term for the um person that's very good with bows i thought it's something archeryist i don't know you get what i'm saying though um but yeah in addition to him uh, of which he's available to all platforms uh they actually revealed that spidey uh most one of the most popular superheroes of all time spider-man uh will be um added with the game as well uh, post-launch but with a very huge caveat depending on whatever platform you're on so uh unfortunately spider-man will be exclusive to playstation systems and you cannot play them him uh on xbox on pc at all no time exclusivity nothing so pretty much if you don't have playstation you can't play Spider-Man, which is, man, that is like one of the biggest FUs to people that aren't on PlayStation, if I ever could think of it. I mean, because it's one thing if it's like, a, in this case, like Hawkeye, which is probably one of the lesser popular Avengers characters that maybe have him exclusive oh, or something like that, but have one of the most notable iconic uh avengers superheroes um exclusive to playstation is like it i don't it just i mean as even speaking as somebody who is a multi-platform owner is just uh it just does not sit right with me personally um it's just it just feels like a half-assed way i mean it really just feels like the game is lesser if you don't get it on playstation because he's such an iconic character that of course you want to play as um and just the fact that if i wanted to play on xbox i can't even access one of the coolest characters in the game is is really messed up really it's really no way you can slice it or dice it it just just smells of and reeks of bad business practice and yeah man just like if you have if you want to get the xbox or pc version you are going to have a significantly a significantly inferior version not having this this awesome ass character in the game which is just yeah just as somebody um, who, who has the, the opportunity to, you know, um, 
get this game on that platform. Um, you know, really, really messed up, but especially as somebody who only has an Xbox or a PC and, you know, knowing this game's available, they won't be able to access this character. It's just really messed up, man. And then on top of that, it's like, I mean, to me personally, it's like you might as well not even, even release the game on those platforms. If you, you're not even going to have the most iconic superhero character appear on, on, on those platforms. No, I'm curious if, um, this possibly has something to do with the, uh, insomniac Marvel games, or I guess technically the games when, um, miles Morales comes out with the PS five. But, um, I'm curious if, there's some Marvel exclusivity clause or whatever in the same manner as, uh, I guess the movies technically maybe something like that, that something legally that may maybe otherwise Spider-Man wouldn't be a character, but consider maybe potentially PlayStation's exclusivity with maybe Spider-Man specifically that that may be warranted uh, or allowed them to do something like this. Maybe that's the only thing I could think of because otherwise, I don't know. That just spells just shitty practice all around, man. Just for one of the best characters that you would want to play for sure. Over a lot of the main cast is, uh, is really messed up really is. So, uh, hopefully, I don't know, you know, Crystal Dynamics responds or responses, feedback. Maybe we get a press conference announcement like, uh, two months from now. Oh no. Well, the game is about to come out like a month, but I guess they could still turn it around because he's a post launch character, but you know, two months come, come around and like guys, we've heard you Spider-Man will now be multi-platform like, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, you think in the back, yeah, like, why didn't you do that in the first place? But who knows? I, in a, in an ideal world, maybe they would have that announce him actually being multi-platform and maybe explaining the reasoning a little bit of why they did that or whatever. So in an ideal world, that would be, um, would be great, but we'll see. All in all, man. Yeah, this is probably one of the worst exclusivity uh, deals I've seen in a while. Just like completely shutting off a game, uh, a a very um, popular character to one platform just feels a little too grimy for me. It's one thing it feels maybe a a C tier, B tier, maybe a character, but you know. This character is like straight up S tier in general from like a, a pop culture standpoint. So, boy, Crystal Dynamics, what what's going on, man? What is going on? Crazy. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, so uh, just earlier today, um whatchamacallit had the state of play Sony 
Uh, so I'm not going to go into a lot of it, but want to cover some of the, uh, particular, particular, um, topics or, uh, games that were mentioned in that state of play that I found interesting personally. Oh, and, uh, real quick, like on top of the exclusivity with the Spider-Man, there's even like, uh, cosmetics and yeah, a lot of cosmetics, exclusive packs and stuff, gold, uh, in-game currency for the game only if you get the game on PlayStation. So it's like, why, why even they might as well have just had it exclusively for PlayStation overall, but I digress, but yeah, so, uh, state of play, uh, happened earlier today, pretty much tempered some expectations. No, no big PS five info. Don't get your hopes up. Still no damn price. Um, but some, some little, uh, little, little trinkets of gold, uh, was, were found in there. Um, just want to highlight a couple of those. Uh, the first one is, uh, the Hitman trilogy. Um, probably a big, uh, unexpected announcement out of nowhere is that, um, you can play the entire Hitman trilogy in VR mode, uh, which is pretty cool. That actually might be, that might be what I need to highly consider going into VR because, uh, yeah, man, it's great. That, that, that just sounds great. Just using a cable wire on people's necks, pushing them off and then just seeing them fall all the way down in VR. Um, (laughs) feel like that might be too visceral in some cases, but anyway, anyway. Um, next, uh, control coming out with expansion to the, uh, the pretty much the highly anticipated and highly, I guess, suspected Alan Wake DLC, which, uh, pretty much is confirmed that, uh, at least in the trailer that the guy at the end is Alan Wake. So. Uh, as an Alan Wake fan, overall Remedy fan, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, seems super weird or even weirder than what it was when I played it back in last year. Um, but yeah, I am hyped August 27th too. Pretty damn close. Just saying. So that was pretty unexpected, but, but appreciated either way. Uh, the next, uh, kind of lead into somewhat of a, a, a bigger controversy, uh, Aeon, I think was the game all Aeon must die. So this game looked pretty interesting. It's like a beat em up, uh, artistic, uh, a beat em up with a more artistic direction. But, uh, after the fact, after the trailer was shown, it seemed to be that like a lot more controversy was tied to it that apparently the dev team that, that worked on this game, uh, pretty much everybody quit the studio, um, pretty much the week before due to crunch and lack of payments. And then the trailer was outsourced to artists without contracts, uh, according to um, Twitter user, Cali Bruno. So totally left out of, out of nowhere, left field. Um, and 
really messed up because uh, it looked pretty good. But considering all this stigma behind it, that uh, until they resolve it or fix it, do good with the people that originally made the game or give the game to them. I'm not sure how how those dynamics are played out. I would assume the people that were involved in developing developing it aren't involved anymore or something like that. But um, yeah, man, that's 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 got muddy, nasty, nastiness all over it, which uh, is unfortunate because that's messed up if true. Um, but I mean, in 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 game in gaming's environment today, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past past the company to do something that messed up. So. Hope everything works out for all the the affected team members working on that that game, and maybe something gets worked out. But I don't know. Considering this whole controversy and stigma around this game now, because of the mishandled management in the background, that's a that's a no for me. The no for me on that. Um, and that was pretty much uh, a lot of the standout things for the state of play. I guess a couple of quick tidbits. <laughs> they showed a little bit of bug snacks in in more detail. Um, what else? I'm trying to remember anything notable. Uh, Braid, Braid Remastered, the one game I think that came out on the Xbox way back, uh, looking pretty good. I've never played that one, um, but I, I did like the the cool. Um, mechanic involving time and stuff, which seemed pretty interesting. Um, but for so there was that. It looked pretty good. They like did a lot of retouching and like painting of uh some of the the assets and environments now, so they look more you know better for uh HD, 4K resolution. Who knows what the actual resolution for that is? Uh, they show Godfall looked okay i mean nothing that like uh that like blew my mind or anything but it looked pretty solid if if anything so um that was decent um what else i think that's all at least that comes to mind yeah it wasn't really anything outside of that that really caught my attention at least but um yeah at least with that including the um highlights that i uh um, pointed out overall fairly solid state of play, obviously with, you know, the omission of the, these, this damn PlayStation five announcement that we still don't have a damn price or release date, which would be great. Hopefully Microsoft or Sony, um, shows their cards. Yep. Stop playing this damn hard ass game of chicken because it's been going for who knows how long now. But I mean, I would assume by at least by the end of August, we got to get a, a price and date because they're, they're about to be coming out like what three, three, four months from now. So something's got to give somebody's got to throw in the towel or maybe they have like a mutual agreement you know, meeting and then they both agree on a same price or something. But then again, you know, who knows? One might just undercut them and just betray them overall. You know, so moving on. 
Um, get my notes. Twenty four solid. Uh, Halo Infinite. Uh, man, the the bad <laughs> the bad reputation this game has got so far before even coming out with uh, the graphical um, discrepancies, uh, if you will. But uh, at least one one uh, bonus or or good good side of it is that uh, at least Halo Infinite multiplayer they did announce will be free to play. So that's uh, pretty interesting. Um, yeah, somebody who's a huge fan of Halo. Um, I mean, I'm all for it. I mean, for it to be free to play, it's even better. I'm curious if how, uh, Xbox game pass comes into play with this, if maybe to compensate for the game being free to play that I would assume maybe because you're, uh, if you, if you are a, um, game pass member, maybe you get some additional bonus or skin or something like that. Um, but all in all, pretty dope. Oh, and I forgot probably the biggest, coolest factor is at 120 frames per second. Um, um, tastes like butter. Mm, so smooth. So smooth. Uh, so, oh yes, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, 120 frames. Man, that's PC master race frames. Well, <laughs> I, I, I could say that, but somebody, um, excuse me. Um, actually that's uh 240. Thank you. You know, so either way, uh, definitely looking forward to that. So that's going to be pretty dope. Uh, it's good to get some confirmation. Hopefully there's a beta or something like that, but I don't know, considering the huge backlash that the, uh, at least premiere trailer got, I don't even know, man. I feel like they might just go and hide in for a long time and then maybe super close to to the release of the uh of the game that will probably maybe get a uh a beta or something, at least closer to release or something like that. Or they might not, at least this round. Who knows? But can't have nice things because people don't like or people purely focus on the graphics. When we all know gameplay is really king. Yeah, I I do stand by that. Keeping in with uh, Halo news. Uh, also, it was announced that. Um, um, the Halo Master Chief Collection will be uh, will get crossplay um, at least before the end of the year in 2020. So between PC and Xbox one. Uh, which is pretty cool. I'm curious if if this is strictly limited to the Xbox uh, PC store or Xbox store uh, via Windows and not Steam or if Steam will be included. I would assume because Steam uses the same architecture essentially for it. I, I would assume that Steam might be involved as well, but we'll have to see. But either way, um, having crossplay between uh, Xbox One and PC is always great, and then you can also it does look like they're also um, uh, separating by input uh, 
or at least the, the term they're using input based matchmaking. So what that means is that basically I could hook up a keyboard mouse to my Xbox one and play. I'll be matched with somebody else that has a mouse and keyboard, uh, which will more than likely be either, you know, more than likely be more PC players, but potentially other people use a mouse and keyboard with Xbox one. For me, I don't know. Halo just always feels better, best with a controller. So that's at least what I'd be doing, either PC or Xbox one. But it's good that they uh, at least uh, separate the controller players from PC because I I noticed that, you know, for the most part, you're generally at a huge disadvantage with controller versus um, uh, mouse and keyboard. So all in all, loving these improvements, just overall loving the continued support for this game, especially considering the rough, the rough Rocky launch that this game had initially coming out. Um, good to see this game actually get the love and attention it deserves because of just the pure ambition of what they, uh, seeked, uh, to accomplish with it. So all in all goodness all around. Moving on next topic, uh, we'll be talking about, uh, the event that happened last Friday, which is the Japanese fighting game round table. So, uh, this is pretty interesting. Uh, so obviously due to the unfortunate, uh, and messed up events of Evo, or that at least ultimately results in Evo getting canceled completely, everybody pulling out, uh, because weirdos like seeing kids naked, which is just weird all around. But, um, yeah, so, uh, it seems like, uh, Harada-san, um, I think a cut some, somebody else from the Bandai Namco team, um, rallied pretty much all of the fighting game, uh, devs that they were, they knew, um, and got everybody to have, I guess, somewhat of a talk show slash announcement show called the Japan, Japan fighting game publishers round table. So I, I overall love the format of it, especially considering how how, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to say difficult, but I guess difficult in terms of the development of fighting games have been so far specifically when it comes to net code online net play and things like that, which they did touch on a fair amount in this uh, round table, but overall it was good to see the, de- the developers bouncing like ideas, concepts, challenges they faced. Uh, developing their their uh, um, their most popular games and whatnot, um, but all in all, I, I did really enjoy the discussion. Uh, it was in Japanese, but they did have, uh, I think, the producer for Tekken Seven, and I, I'm not sure the other guy. I think he was some overall fighting game personality. I think where they uh, were actively translating the whole show, or at least. <laughs> selectively translating for the most part. Sometimes uh, the devs will probably be saying some stuff that maybe they shouldn't, shouldn't have been saying and they were refraining from translating it. So either way, uh, all in all, a pretty great show. Um, At the end, they did show a a reveal, a fair amount of announcements. Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> at the same time, there was the opposite of that where there were uh, announcements for announcements. Uh, looking at you, Street Fighter Five. Um, who else? Man, somebody else did it too. Uh, think guilty gear or um, yeah, I think SNK. I think SNK did an announcement of announcement. Uh, but yeah, at least all the people that were there, pretty much everybody was there. Arika, um. I keep forgetting uh, the one developer for Blast Blue, Blast Blue and Guilty Gear is not coming to me. Um, let me look it up real quick. Look it up. Arc System Works. Arc System Works. Arc System Works. Um, Koei Tecmo uh, for Dead or Alive. Um, yeah, Bandai Namco, like I said, and Capcom with Street Fighter. So pretty much generally the, the widespread gamut of fighting games with it was there except, <laughs> except smash, which, you know, that's a whole nother discussion. If people even consider that a fighting game and not, which I guess it's like its own sub subcategory under the gaming category, fighting game category, I guess if it feels like. But more or less, he wasn't there. So, um, there was that. Uh, Harada was being Harada, just trolling people. <laughs> Had like various random photos of all of the team <laughs> for whatever reason. It, it it was funny though. At least uh, found it funny. Um, and then yeah, pretty much after that, they yeah got into the announcements toward the end. Uh, they revealed uh, Guilty Gear. Uh, the two new characters, I think Leo Brandwolf, and then the black dude that was in the, in the initial trailer, uh, I forgot his name, but he was pretty dope. It's like a bunny. I got, got the bunny, uh, bunny mask on when he, when he's ready, he's furl. Uh, he seemed to have a hint of a vampiric nature. Like maybe he was a descendant from blade learned the ways of the Ronin or something like that. I don't know. But all in all, he looks pretty dope. Uh, definitely interested in playing him. Um, what else? Uh, for Soul Calibur, they announced um, a new character. I think she's a returning character from three, season three, or not season three, but the third title, the third Soul Calibur. Um, looked like she had a full uh, makeover. I guess she used to have dark hair. Now she has blonde hair. She utilizes her moveset with this umbrella, umbrella slash sword thingy. So that was pretty cool. They did announce some uh, patch updates um, and changes. I think fighting wise, uh, they gave that you now have the option to keep your armor on visually. Uh, so you don't, uh, I guess apparently that was a problem for a fair amount of people players that I guess I would assume maybe it just is too distracting with your armor flying off with each attack or getting hit. So there was that. Um, then yeah, street fighter with just the <laughs> disappointing announcement to an announcement. So then there they announced, Oh yeah, we'll have announcement on, uh, basically this week that, uh, you know, uh, 
the direction of season five. Well, I guess there was that. I think they did at least announce that there will be a season five. So yeah, I can at least somewhat give them that, but it was still like a dig tease, especially, you know, this to show everybody was anticipating all the big announcements to be at. Uh, but no, they just wanted to keep it to themselves. How dare they? Um, what else after that? Uh, Akira, Arika, they, I want to say they announced just a patch and just a sale regarding the game. Um, that now the game does have rollback net code, which is pretty cool. Um, may actually help me to uh, try it out. Um, I don't, they didn't announce any new characters for sure. Uh, there. Um, and then the only other one that comes to mind, I guess they touched, uh, Koi Tecmo, they talked about just dead or alive in general, how the game is doing really good and people are downloading at least the free version. So pretty much all they did with their spotlight, um, uh, SNK, they did kind of tease that they were, uh, they may, maybe were going to announce something for King of Fighters 15. But I guess maybe due to COVID, they said no or or did not um, or something like that. So at least that's somewhat of a semi-confirmation that it is in the works. Um, then, yeah, a weird thing that happened regarding the uh, de- main developer director for Dragon Ball Fighters uh, that I guess it was kind of messed up that he just straight put her business all out there. But he said like, yeah, she's just getting really overweight and I guess self-conscious about it or something like that. At least that's the impression I got. But I was like, that is cold, man. Just putting her out in the open like that. But I'm like, all right. Uh, either way, so that explains why she didn't make it. Um, and for Harada, uh, probably last but not least, uh, he revealed that, yes, season four, bitches, in season four, um, they said they're good, made, uh, uh, a lot of balance changes. And on top of that, um, they did tease a new character, which is still, still not cure you, which, which hurts a bit, hurts a little bit. Um, so yeah, they, uh, at least they teased the new character. It, it, everybody's saying it looks just like, uh, Kunimitsu from, uh, I think her last appearance was technically Tekken Tag 2, but, uh, before that was, um, Tekken Tag or Tekken 2. So, uh, still disappointing. <laughs> Somebody, uh, was commenting when we were watching it. Uh, it was like, uh, Ninja Kiryu. Oh, yes. <laughs> Ninja Woman Kiryu. Love it. All right. I'm in. So, disappointing disappointed but um hey they didn't reveal any other further characters so there's still always a chance cue the dumb and dumber gif um yeah outside of that i think that was pretty much it for the uh yeah the game publishers roundtable japanese game publishers roundtable um, all in all, yeah, I love the direction. I love the potential of the show. Um, I know they were talking about trying to do another one or even a tournament. 
Um, all in all, I'd be pretty interested to, to watch all of those just to get more in-depth information to explain why uh, these people are having or run into, I guess, specifically the network issues they're running into, which um, this is fascinating from that standpoint. But in terms of just, uh, of course, the trials and tribulations of development of a fighting game and stuff like that, which I'm sure if the uh, the format of the show continues and they're able to get all these devs together for just a certain period of time every week, um, it will make sense. So, uh, I guess also piggybacking off those, uh, <laughs> announcements of announcements, uh, at least now after the fact, uh, we actually, uh, got the details for the season five roadmap. So, uh, the one in particular, at least the first character in winter 2020, uh, will be Dan, Dan Habiki, the weak one. I don't know his, I don't know his official nickname, but, uh, one of the <laughs> joke offensive characters in the game or AKA the people that are way better than, than certain players and maybe play them. At least in my experience, it's always been a joke. Uh, to like offend people like, oh man, you getting your ass beat by Dan. Oh man, you must really suck and stuff like that. So, uh, but then in spring we get a uh, Rose making a return from street fighter four. Um, I, she's not really my character type in terms of just her play style, but she looks interesting either way. Uh, then for summer 2021, you got a roll. I know he was leaked. Uh, a while back, but he looks, looks, looks like now he's been confirmed. Uh, I thought at first because he has his two hands, uh, two arms exposed was that, um, maybe he would just play totally different, but now seeing at least specifically in the screenshot. And I think in the, uh, in game cutscenes is that he has his big ass turtle, uh, on his one hand now, instead of it, I guess being completely, um, I always thought it was cut off or, or or ripped off somehow, but I guess apparently it was, it's fully intact. So there you go. Um, so Oro, uh, I'm very curious to see how he plays, especially how he handles. I believe in, in some of the blogs, they say the, he will be balancing the turtle pretty much during his whole, I guess, fight which is a interesting, uh, interesting dynamic to at least animation wise, have a character kind of move in that fashion or, you know, move, um, in, in conjunction with doing attacks at the same time. So, um, yeah, very interesting. And then last, but certainly not, certainly not least, um, a lot of people have been talking about it, wanting it, they finally crossed over rival schools with Street Fighter. And based off that, we got Akira Nakayama putting in work, girl. Putting in work. So, um, she seems uh pretty cool. I mean, well, I guess <laughs> we didn't we didn't see any characters uh outside of Dan. It was pretty rough. It was like a screen capture of the TV, but um, yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah, what's very weird is that this timeline is very, 
unusual, um, which led to a lot of people suspecting that there must have been some um, some turmoil at Capcom regarding the development of Street Fighter Six, which um, I don't have that, but basically um, the I think the general main producer for Street Fighter at least five earlier in the season, Yoshinori Ono, I believe, who's uh, been associated with so many Street Fighter titles beforehand. Um, apparently um, did a horrible job with the development of Street Fighter 6 that like through uh, beta testing, play testing, and internally wasn't w- well received so far. So I guess I believe they said he got demoted and then they had somebody else step up and then because uh six was supposed to be ready i believe by the end by the end of this year and it wasn't they went ahead and just uh to appease fans um do a season um whatchamacallit do a season a season in, uh additional season uh season five so that ex- definitely explains why this timeline is very far away, at least how all the characters are spread out. But all in all, I'm definitely interested, if anything. So super weird, though. Super, super duper weird. And uh, at least touching uh, further on that Tekken uh, 7 announcement with season four. Um, I think a couple of things that I think were notable, at least from the trailer specifically, Probably the biggest one is a freaking Wi-Fi indicator. Thank you, Harada-san. So uh, I would assume most people know that uh, when it comes to internet uh, speeds, what have you, wired is always essentially the best. That's just always the the rule to go by. You can generally get them pretty long and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, so at least now, uh, Wi-Fi warriors, <laughs> Wi-Fi warriors, RIP. Um, if you're trying to match for a game, it'll actually show if the player is playing wireless or wired, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm not sure where I was going with that. Um, I guess that was really it. Uh, they also said they're making uh balance changes as a uh, addition as well. So going to be further uh, changes, buffs, debuffs, and stuff like that, of course. So, um, but all in all, pretty interesting, pretty interesting. If I do say so myself, uh, very excited for season four and the potential that the Kiryu can still live on and the dragon may arise again. So, uh, if anything, I would assume it'd probably be just the last character to probably get pushed out, but who knows? But I mean, it's like all the stars are aligning, man. Uh, at least the one valid argument people could have with here, you being a guest character is that he's only on PlayStation, which now is not even, not even the case anymore. He's on PC, uh, one through one through Kwame 2, I believe, uh, the same for Xbox. So now that's out of the question. So now he's on all triple platforms. Um, yeah, so, um, we'll see, but yeah, man, at least, uh, that, um, 
that name indicator with, uh, or connection indicator is a godsend. I loved the hell out of it um, on Mortal Kombat because generally it was very indicative of if the match is just going to suck or not, especially with Wi-Fi with very inconsistent Wi-Fi speeds. So, um, but yeah, that pretty much is all uh, the highlights, if anything, for the uh, Japanese roundtable overall. Pretty good show. Uh, at least, you know, excluding some of the announcements for announcements, which is just, why not just announce it now? But I get it. Maybe they want to prepare the directs. The logistics are harder to iron out, at least in my situation, probably anything like that. So next topic of discussion. Um, Freaking Travis touchdown. So uh, over this weekend, uh, No More Heroes 3 was found to be rated for Nintendo Switch. Uh, this is via Gamatsu. So uh, I think it's pretty much a given that uh, No More Heroes 3 is coming, baby. So, um, Moe. Moe. Um, I'm probably one of the biggest fans of No More Heroes out there, so I'm very excited for this, uh, especially for a lot of fans that missed out on the Wii version. Get another chance, especially with 3 coming out, which always just props up that weird, I don't even know how to describe it, that this, that, this weird uh, space where it's like, you know, you want to play this game? Um, I'm not even sure where I was going with that. The weird space where you, the, th- the third version is coming out, you want to catch up and, you know, ideally with Grasshopper and Suda uh, doing it in time or releasing these games in time before No More Heroes 3 comes out, hopefully before, if, if it doesn't get delayed. But all in all, pretty interesting uh prospect either way but uh it's, it's, it feels good to finally get confirmation best believe i'm playing this damn game again and again and again because it's up there it's definitely up there one of my favorite games of all time but uh i guess i'm curious to see how they're gonna treat two i guess it seems like if this is the case they might treat the games as separate releases or maybe they could just they might be bundling them who knows that maybe Either way, it definitely leads to um, Suda making some break breakthroughs in in logistics and like uh, licensing to get uh, his game um, to be ported, which rightfully so. So, um, but yeah, man, that was one of the best news stories I've heard. And even like further, I guess, credence to that that uh that rumor, at least currently, at least is that. Um, uh, Robert Atkin Downs, the voice actor of, uh, Travis touchdown, Travis touchdown is, um, he retweeted that tweet about, uh, no more heroes getting, uh, rated. So it was like, it's all, but <laughs> it's all, but confirmed at this point. So still great to hear. And, you know, that leads me to an interesting theory now. 
I know a fair amount of people, including myself, would like Travis Touchdown and Smash. Uh, we already got the ARMS character. I think they said something about Nintendo characters. I don't think they put themselves in a box like that, but I feel like the only logical next character to add, um, at least that I could think of right now, is Travis Touchdown, which would be freaking awesome. Um, just to have this and cross promote it with the no more heroes games coming out and thereby increase the sales of no more heroes three when that comes out. Um, all, all in all a solid plan, man. So, um, it's great. It's great. It's great. I'm so excited for that. Just got to contain it. Um, next topic talk about is battle toads we finally got a, a new trailer as well as a um, release date which is pretty much i think august 23rd what does that fall on that might be not be accurate might not be accurate might not be accurate uh, it's on a Sunday. Um, I think, I think it's the 26th, which is a Wednesday. I think that might be it, but either way, battle toes is coming this month. So I'm all for it. Love me some battle toads. One of the, uh, nostalgic series from back in the day. I've always loved it said it seems to be keeping the same difficulty and, and, and pretty much all of that. So, um, it's good to hear. Uh, it's weird. I guess they're taking the, the the anime route. Like it feels like this is, this is, uh, they're trying to prop this for another cartoon series. Like I guess back in the day should be interesting to see. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, but, uh, all in all, I mean, they, they're still keeping the artistic style, which is not my favorite, but I understand it and can accept it. But especially if the gameplay is real good. But um, yeah, all in all, looks like, yeah, out of nowhere, it's solid and ready to go. So a little weird that it uh, missed the Xbox game showcase because that's the one I was looking forward to. But I guess it's like, oh, no, sorry, we're right, right behind you. All right, we're here. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway. So uh, that covers all the news for this week. Um. So let's get into what I've been playing, uh, which is probably a pretty big, pretty big, I say, um, uh, event, I guess that I alluded to earlier before the show, which is monster Hunter world. So I think I talked about last episode. Monster in the world. Um, this bitch, Alatrion, is not going to get away with wasting our time. So we did what we had to do and we fought. We fought our hearts out. Uh, so went over a friend's place uh, this past weekend. And we, uh, <laughs> we was grinding. We was grinding, getting stronger, getting better, getting ready for this fight. 
with a Latrion. And uh, pretty much after about two, four, two to four attempts, I think four attempts, um, I kept getting carded because I made a technical mistake in terms of my build. I normally am used and accustomed to having a higher health, um, health threshold or health, health in general, uh, which I did and I kept getting my ass wood. But that final time, we fucking beat him. I really, I'm curious to see the percentage of people that beat him because, yeah, he is no damn joke. He will beat your ass and not feel bad about it and then beat your ass more. So, there's that. There's that. So, beat his ass. Felt good. Felt great. Felt like we were on top of the world. Nothing could beat us. Nothing could stop us. And that's, you couldn't tell us otherwise. Um, so yeah, I was <laughs> pretty much the whole weekend for the most part, uh, playing that getting good, uh, and yeah, ranking up to beat his ass, which we did. Thank God. So, uh, now I feel better. Now I don't feel lesser of a monster Hunter player now, uh, that that has been completed. Uh, outside of that, in terms of the grinding, was doing like some gliding, <laughs> guiding lands, uh, getting my rank up. I'm still like under level 70. I think I'm 66 currently. I kind of want to get that, get that up at least to 70 or at least uh, if I'm feeling, if I'm feeling it going and trying to make it to a hundred. Um, but yeah, that's been the trials and tribulations, uh, mainly for the most of the week I've been through. But in addition to that, also been playing some some Gundam extreme versus boost max on, which I think I briefly talked about before, but good God, man game is pretty good. I have to say, uh, especially like one of the most probably irrelevant features to some, but to me it's like a damn, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, uh, a deal, uh, freaking sealing the deal, which is uh custom soundtracks. One of the best features, one of my most favorite features from the Xbox days is comeback where you can basically uh copy songs to USB drive and then um upload them. Uh it the the I guess limitations seem to be very um finicky or un I guess un undefined because it seemed like it's not really certain what variables uh prevent you from uploading all your songs because i've tried it a few times and it'll keep giving you an error that some of the songs weren't able to be uploaded so not sure if it's a like size limit or time limit or something like that but just something to be aware of if you're trying to mess around with custom soundtracks with the game but either way I got most of the songs I wanted to get on there and had a blast kind of messing with them. So, uh, yeah, so that pretty much was it there, uh, playing the single player mode, which is great. Um, thoroughly enjoying it. Um, trying to learn the fundamentals in general. Cause like my friends, they're pretty versed on it, but trying to get acclimated, trying to find my favorite Gundams. That's the biggest thing. But like, it is freaking daunting with like 
damn near like I feels like 90 Gundams to kind of pick and choose across. So at least what I've been doing is just like going to the dojo or the training room and uh, just messing with each character, getting a concept of their combos, their moves and kind of their arsenal of uh, um, attacks and stuff. So all in all, thoroughly enjoying it, though. But outside of that, have not played much else. Haven't watched anything significant as well. Uh, plan to change that soon. So, um, especially Modern Warfare Season 5. Hopefully, I'll be able to talk to you guys about that next episode. But, um, yeah. Outside of that, I think that's it. And I think that'll conclude this episode of Switch of Sights uh, 67. Uh, episode 67. Uh, I think I'm not sure if I stated the date. Uh, is August 6, 2020. Um, but yeah, if you want to catch me record this live on Twitch TV slash a switch, I do record it live, ideally four to 5 PM. So that's something to look forward to. Um, if you want to watch the archive of this show, which, uh, I do upload every Friday at 6 AM, um, on youtube.com slash a switch. Uh, there's that along with other various video content, uh, gaming related, of course. So, um, who knows feeling, feeling like it may, uh, upload some original other, um, content. I haven't got up there yet. Um, as well, same for Twitch may, uh, actually start <laughs> streaming games. We'll see. So, uh, also if you're listening to this podcast on your favorite podcast and platforms feel free to like rate subscribe all that good stuff uh any feedback is appreciated good or bad um if you have any questions you like to submit to the show you can submit those at uh aswitchtv at gmail.com and i think i actually now i actually fully confidently i think said everything oh yeah also if you want to uh follow me on uh twitter uh, you can follow me at a switch as well, where I, uh, tweet, um, ignorant black man stuff as well as gaming stuff. So a combination of both, I guess, just to give you a, give you an idea. Um, but yeah, guys, I think that will do it. Uh, hope everybody's being safe. Hope, hope everybody's not getting infected, you know, considering our times and our, some of these people that are over us that uh, are making the right decisions. Um, but yeah, until uh, next time, guys, uh, don't cough, don't touch people that don't want to be touched, and get your game on. Oh, yeah. Nobody's safe.